Hey, this is episode 10 of the Spinoff Success Podcast. Welcome to the Spinoff Success Podcast with Beth Phillips. Join me each week for inspiring stories about people leveraging tools, platforms, systems, and skills to create thriving businesses, successful side hustles, and surprising new careers. Tune in to discover how to turn your skills and expertise into a spinoff success. Hi, this is Beth Phillips. Welcome back to episode 10 of the Spinoff Success Podcast. Today, my guest is Jennifer Gallagher. Jennifer and her business partner are the co-founders of IntentionalFate.com, which is a consulting agency to help female entrepreneurs get intentional about their business and their life. Jen has a great story about how she uh, got herself hired in an industry that she had no expertise or background in, but she kind of learned on the fly and used some training skills that she had to really be successful in that venture. And when she was um, wanting something different than the corporate life, she decided to be intentional and um, find something else. And now she's running her own business. So I really hope you're inspired, especially if you have been in a corporate job and take skills, both soft skills and hard skills for granted. I think Jen's story will give you some ideas and inspiration, or maybe just help you think about your skills in a different way. I hope you enjoy this episode with Jennifer Gallagher. Jen, thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Beth, for having me. I'm excited to be talking to you today. I know. I'm looking forward to it, too. Um, so we got a chance to talk the other day, and you told me a little bit about your background. So I think it makes sense um, just to describe what your corporate life and job was like before you got into doing what you're doing now. Okay, great. Yeah, so before I got into this exciting world that we'll talk about in a minute, um, I worked in a aerospace engineering firm, which is really an interesting firm for me not being an engineer at all yeah. <laughs> and yeah. having no kind of background in any of that, wow. aerospace or engineering. Oh, crazy. Uh, where where actually, was that located? Uh, it was in Warrendale, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I had a background in training and that's what they were looking for is someone in the training area. So I had a little bit of a background in that from working previously at the American Red Cross. So I've kind of been all over the place. (laughs) How long were you at the Red Cross? Uh, Like three or four four years. And I did their like health and safety training. So, um, you know, training people in first aid and CPR and like developing health programs for the local community as well. Um, so I really enjoyed training. I really enjoyed presenting in front of people and talking to people. Um, so I was looking for other kinds of opportunities in training and found that position. And that was a completely different field than I had ever been accustomed to. I didn't know anything about aerospace or quality control, Uh, and those were the kind of classes that we were teaching. How long ago was that, that you um, moved from the Red Cross to the aerospace engineering firm? Yeah, it was about 15, well, oh gosh, probably 20 years ago. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 15, 20 years ago, something like that. Yeah, I was okay. really young when I started Red Cross, and then I moved into that 
position. And I tell you, um, for anyone that ever wants to look for a job, and I know that's not what this podcast is about, but I really, I I dedicated myself to finding a position that I was going to be excited about. And I went through industrial park directories. I found them online and I went through every single one, found every single company, went to their website and looked up their careers or sent an email like that was very, very tailored for that company and how I thought I could help their company. In so either, you like, just a, cold, cold I did. I did. I cold resumed people. I emailed people. Um, and I got a ton of interviews that from it. That is such a ninja tip. Yeah, it was, it was great. And then I found this job that I never would have found any other way. Like they weren't even yeah. really advertising for it. I just, I got lucky. I really wow. did from all that hard work, like it paid off. Oh, how long did it take you to, to secure a position that way? It was like 30 days. I was really, that's not, I was, I was relentless. Yeah. I like, bet that relentless. still would work now. I think it completely works now. Yeah. I've told my, I have younger, uh, siblings much younger than I. And I tell them all the time, like, that's how to get a job. And my sister just found something doing something very similar. That's like we just kind of pound the pavement in a different virtually. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. That's awesome. So I found that job and just really had to take a lot of time to learn what quality control even was. I didn't know what that even meant. Yeah. I didn't know, you know, they teach classes on root cause analysis, which is trying to find why the problem really happened. I never heard that term. Were they tolerant of your learning curve? Oh, they were great. Okay. I mean, they, they knew that I didn't have an engineering background. And when I brought me on, I was going to help them with the development and instructors and yeah. training techniques. Um, did you have a team or eventually did you have a team to help you train or was it you? Eventually I had a team, yes. But no, it was primarily just me. It was a one-person kind of thing. Um, they didn't really have much going on in that area. They had a couple classes a year. Um, so we really ramped it up to being a revenue generator for the company. It was really great. Yeah, that is. So, and building a department and having, you know, instructors in different countries and traveling to different countries, delivering the training. And it was a really exciting job. I never would have got to do, you know, I got, I went to Istanbul, Turkey, wow, you know, Paris, London, and it was all from that job. And I thought here I was just some girl from Western Pennsylvania. And now Shout I'm in Istanbul. Yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. As you know, we talked about that before and I love this right. area. So that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I just was some small town girl, and there I was standing in Istanbul, Turkey, because that's, I just yeah, yeah. Just, how old were you yeah. uh, about that time? Oh, well, that's not fair then. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you yeah, don't want to divulge your, my let's say, yeah. um, what decade were you? Were you in your twenties, thirties, thirties? Oh, early, really? Okay. Early thirty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How fun! And it was great, and yeah, it was just so fun to get like my first passport, and you know, all of that, all of my first big travel things were from that job. Oh. My first. Especially on the company dime. That's yeah, so it was really great. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And I, I know just I appreciate those, that opportunity and everything I learned there so much. And I use those engineering, that engineering mindset. I use it in all my jobs now. I take all of that with me. Do you really? Yeah, that root cause analysis thing, like getting to the core of what the problem is. Why did this happen? Why did it really happen? And what can we really do to prevent it from happening yeah. again? I use that in every business situation. Oh, that's so neat. Aside from your training experience and that sort of thing, so then describe just like your lifestyle and um, what you, what what your job really looked like 
um, and for how long? Yeah, so I was there about eight years, mm -hmm. and it was constant work all the time. <laughs> so okay. lots of travel, obviously, uh -huh. um, which was great. You know, it was always exciting at first, and then you think, well, this isn't as exciting now that I'm away in, you know, some smaller town that there's nothing to do. Yeah. I'm looking at my motel room. Uh, and just being attached to back then, it was uh, Blackberries. <laughs> so oh, we right. went to the iPhone. So that was you know, and just being attached to that, it was like, that to me was the big transition to being tied to a job. Oh, that, yeah. that job was like my first job where it didn't end at five o'clock. Yeah. Oh. You know, I had to be around and answering emails, especially because it was an international job. So, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you'd be doing a web training at five in the morning, Oh wow. you know, things like that, that, so it was constant work. There yeah. was, I was very bad at work-life balance, I have to say. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's hard to do no matter what, what you do. Um, but then, so when did you start to think uh, that you might want to either switch gears or um, maybe do less or do something different? Yeah, I, I just got to the point where I wasn't enjoying my personal life. Yeah. You know, it was definitely affecting it. I wasn't able to have fun. I wasn't able to make plans. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was living to work, not working to live. Right. And I didn't want to spend the rest of my life doing that. Like I just woke up and said, okay, like I could do this. This is one route I could go with my life. And I would probably be successful financially and all that goes with that. Yeah. Or I could find something that I'm super passionate about. And that's going to give me the other things that I need, like the freedom and more work-life balance and more just freedom in my life to kind of schedule how I want to schedule and be who I want to be. Yeah. Um, and well, that's, that was really what I was looking for. I just said, I don't want a nine to five. I can't do it. Yeah. Before we, um, you describe sort of how you made that transition, how you went about it. Was there any resistance from the people in your circles, either in your family or um, in yourself? sort of, um, that was a barrier to making a move like that? Uh, honestly, there really wasn't. Oh, that's I good. have to be honest. Like I, in my situation, there just really wasn't, but I think it's because people have seen me like when I need to do something, I'm going to go after it. Yeah. So, you know, like I found the original job to begin with, like I have found my careers that way that once I make a decision, I'm going full force. With yeah. That. So nobody looked at you and said, you're crazy for you're, giving right. up that salary, blah, blah, blah. Right. I was very fortunate because I know that is definitely not the case yeah. in situations. Yeah. So tell me about implementing a change and um, how long it took you to kind of get out of what you were doing or change, I guess. What yeah. You I think it was like another 30 day about time period where I spent, again, a lot of time on the internet searching for something that appealed to me that would allow me, you know, my main thing was I want to work from home. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to be available 24 seven. I don't want to be, I didn't really even at that point want to work 40 hours a week because I really wanted to do something to bring in income, but also make sure that that was exactly my passion. What I didn't want to do is find another job that I liked and went for it for another eight years and got, you know, kind of sucked into that. Burned again. out again. Really, Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. take the time to really focus. So I did. I spent a lot of time again doing web research, applying for a bunch of different things, talking to a bunch of different people, um, and then found my first online job. 
Okay. And did you, um, uh, well, before I, I ask you about that, was it a matter also of just sort of adjusting your idea of what you really even needed work for? In other words, like changing your lifestyle or saying, you know, I don't need this thing or that thing, no matter if I want to work 20 hours a week, I, I feel like I can support, support that. Yes. Did yeah, that, for sure. Okay. Yeah, that definitely factored it. Definitely budgetary concerns for sure. Okay, cool. Um, you know, cutting back on like extra things that we were doing or, you yeah. know, we had a big vacation plan and we said, you know what, we don't need to do it this year. We could do that next year. Yeah. Like yeah. made this the priority. Okay. I just wondered about that. So yeah. tell me about your, your, that online job that you, that you found. Yeah. So I found a job as a virtual assistant for a virtual assistant company. And honestly, I didn't really even know what that meant yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, and was luckily, you know, lucky enough to get interviewed for it. Um, and they explained what the job was. They really, I think, had to do more explaining to me because I didn't really yeah. understand what virtual assistants did. I didn't even know that existed. How did that you was find 12 it? years ago. Yeah. How did you find it if you really didn't even know what it was? I was just searching for online jobs, like work at home, online, you know, legitimate and finding, you know, I found a lot of the the ways I found a lot of them were um, like looking at people's blogs. Like there's a lot of mom bloggers out there that have like work at home mom websites. Those are the ones that tend to have like legitimate positions as opposed to like, you know, some scam. Even back then? Yeah, even back then. Okay, okay. So then, um, yeah, so tell me about that. Yeah, so again, it was something where I really had to, it was a completely new industry and position and new skill set that I kind of had to go in and figure out every day Yeah, what, how to do something. You know, a client would say, I need a newsletter in this system, and I'd think to myself, I've never even heard of that system, but (laughs) I'll go figure out, absolutely, I'll do that for you, and you know, we're lucky enough to have Google and YouTube, and oh, that's yeah. what I would do. I would watch the how-to videos and go do it. That's amazing. And just taught myself how to do everything. I mean, I think I told you I didn't know how many characters were in a tweet. I never had a Twitter account. <laughs> I didn't know any of that stuff when I started. People would say, what's your Twitter? I'm like, I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's so funny that you were able to do that 12 years ago, and I think – People think that's exhausted, but I think it's even easier to teach yourself how to do things, um, find opportunities online. I, I just think it's e- even easier. I think it's easier now, too, for just, sure. Yeah, yeah. It, and just to pick up stuff that you need to learn. I mean, there's not – you don't need to invest thousands and thousands no. and thousands of dollars in courses. I mean, I think it's it's an easier way because everything's in one area, but – 99.9% of that information is sitting on YouTube right now. You just have to Google it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty cool. So then how long were you um, with that company? And then while you were there, did you find yourself specializing in certain skills? Yeah, so I was there. I ended up being there seven years must be my magic number. I think it was seven or eight years. That <laughs> must be my magic number at companies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I moved up, like, I, I was a virtual assistant for a little bit, and then I became a team leader, which was kind of overseeing a small group of virtual assistants, and then I eventually ran the company. Oh, wow. Uh, and that was, and I think throughout all of that, 
my training background definitely came into play. I mean, that's why I got to be the team leader, and then I used those skills to train the staff, you know, okay. after I was yeah, running Yeah, how the- big of a company are we talking about? I mean, at any one time, there was anywhere between, like, 30 to 40 VAs on staff. Okay. And it was all online. Yeah, completely online. Never. Well, I mean, we met a couple people through our travels. We would always, you know, make sure to see people if they were there, but never had like an in-person meeting with the staff or anything like that. It was all virtual, completely. Okay. So then, when you when you were running the company, how was that different then? Were you more like a project manager or? Yeah, it was more um, marketing focused, you know, so getting the company out there, trying to get clients for the company, making sure the staff was there and they were doing what they needed to do for the clients, so making sure the clients were happy once we got them, so retention. Wow, okay. So it was, you know, training the staff, making sure they were good. And we did, you know, continue to hire a lot of people that didn't have the software experience, mm-hmm. but had held successful positions somewhere. And, you know, I really think those softer skills, like being proactive and showing up and a willingness to learn and, you know, being creative, those skills are really hard to teach. Yeah. But if you come with that, I can teach you how to use Facebook all day long. That's right. And, And I think those skills are the most, the ones that are most taken for granted. Right. You know, they're, they're so important. But they are people overlook them as something valuable. So let's say in 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 the idea is like you're preparing a resume or you want to make a change, you completely overlook those things, even though they could be like your strongest asset. I think that's so true. I mean, anyone that had on their resumes that kind of showed themselves like in a leadership position or showed that they took initiative on something or you could see that there was some kind of thinking involved and like they had to prioritize and organize their day no matter what the position was right that to me we those were the people we got excited about if someone was just doing web development for six months Uh and they're even like a certified web developer or something that's great but that's i need more than that yeah that's sort of one-dimensional and right mm -hmm. like i could probably teach you that right but i can't teach you you know how to do those soft skills those are it sounds like your your favorite is still teaching, kind of. I do like to. I mean, that's training. why we're doing like consulting now. It's that to me is like yeah. coaching, training. Yeah, all of that is kind of definitely the thread okay. throughout. And before we move into um, sort of how that uh, you've evolved into your next um, position, I, I, I was just curious about what kind of tool or software you relied on to manage a team or company of virtual assistants were there any specific things back then that you relied on like I know we, a lot of people use Salesforce to manage projects and people off-site do you remember yeah. we had base camp so we used base camp okay. initially okay. and then we used um, bamboo HR okay that yeah, was what we transitioned to bamboo HR was great for staff management um, it allows you to like easily put employee file information in there, notes about meeting. Uh, how about time, like a time recorder? Yeah, ours was a, it was a company-developed time system. Okay. Um, but I've used with other companies, Paymo is a great one. Oh, okay. For small business, Paymo is great for tracking time. Good. Or even teamwork is pretty good with that too. Okay, wow. Those are both good project management and time tracking tools. And Paymo, I know, too, can do client invoices. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, Prima is pretty cool. You know how to do everything. <laughs> I know enough to be dangerous. Yeah, right. That's, that's the best position to be in. Well, I, and I'm, I can learn it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you were at this virtual assistant VA company. So then eventually you left that position, right? To start your yes. own thing. Okay. Yes. Tell me yes. about that. Yeah. So I think like the last year or so there, um, I kind of transitioned back. I pulled out of the managerial role because I was going back into the place where I was mm-hmm. at the previous job where yeah. I, I needed more freedom. I was tied to the phone again. Um, you know, I was working 24 yeah. seven again. So then I just did some consulting with them, with some of their clients and it was just a part time, no set hours. And I was really liking it, but it was still, I couldn't find, I couldn't pick the exact client that I know I can help the best. You oh, know, okay. I still couldn't do things the way I wanted to do them. It was still, you know, oh. with the company, you still got to do the way the company wants it. Yeah. Um, so I just thought, why am I doing this? This is silly. Um, you know, and I think I can help in a different way than how they're helping and do my own thing and find my ideal customer and yeah. serve my ideal customer the way that I want to serve them and the way I think they deserve to be served. Okay. So it was like, well, why don't I just start my own thing? What am I waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, time. I want to do this for me in my future. Yeah. Um, so um, a colleague of mine that worked uh, that I worked with previously, she was very much in the same position. Like we both are kind of like woke up and thought we want more and only we can create that for ourselves. So let's do it together. And then that's what we've been doing just since the end of last year. I mean, we've been talking about it for about a year oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> and have worked with clients off and on before we became official, so okay. to speak, which means website launched and all that great stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. So how's it going? It's going really well. Um, honestly, I think a little even better and faster than we had anticipated, which is awesome. Oh, it's always exciting. a great problem. It is exciting. It's fun to... Um, just be our main customer is women. That's who our ideal customer is. Uh-huh. So it's just been awesome even just getting to meet so many different women like you, Beth. We got to meet online. Yeah. And just other women, too, that I've networked with. That I'm even meeting people in my new area where I live now. Um, and it's just been really cool. And it's been cool to see some of the, like, the small successes even that we've seen with clients. Like, hey, I just got my first 100 likes on Facebook. Like, that's yeah, that's so awesome because you know that like you're making a huge difference with that person. Oh, like, yeah. that's a huge milestone. Yeah. How you know, are you getting mainly... their first product sale out? It's How... like, oh, my God, I got $100 in the bank account. I know. This like, it's so exciting. It is exciting. How are you mainly reaching out for um, new clients? Well, our first several clients were just from contacts and people that introduced us to other people. So we leveraged existing relationships. Honestly, oh, that was our first clients were leveraging existing relationships. Yeah. Our second, our second wave of clients came from those relationships, but not as referrals, more indirect through social media. So like mm-hmm. they were people that we knew. I didn't know that they had a business or that they were looking for this kind of help. They saw us promoting our business and have been reaching out to us saying like, hey, I didn't know you girls were doing this. Let me talk to you about this. Yeah. So do you and your business partner kind of bring two or uh, uh, like different skills to the business or are you or are you doing the same sort of thing? We have similar skills, but definitely complementary and differences. She is all she is very good with mindset stuff. Ooh, yeah. And more on the life side and the work life balance. She's 
awesome at that. Like she's killer with it. She's great with like hobbies and journaling and positive mindset. We we literally just had this oh. conversation where um, we were talking, recapping a conversation from someone else we had. And um, she thought the person said, we'll get them within two weeks. And I thought they said, we usually do two weeks, but we're behind. And I said, now, isn't that interesting? Oh, I came from the negative oh point. I was like, and you always come from the positive point. She always, always is positive. Now, when, when, when she presents that to a, an existing client, does it sort of blow their mind? In other words, is she making people aware of yes. that all the yes. time? Yes. And it's awesome. She yeah. Calls, I think that's we like, say we like to call people out on their BS. So I'll call them out on their procrastination with the project, but uh-huh. she's like, dude, your your mindset is like in the toilet. Like, no, it's not gonna make any sales if you don't think we're gonna make any sales. You're right. We're not. Like just, uh, that's no. funny. She's yes. great at that. And so, I definitely oh, need and even like technical skills. Like she's awesome with all the website stuff. Mm. And, you know, I'm doing which is interesting, I'm doing more on the social media side, which I didn't think I would, but I really like it. Oh, good. She's good with the design stuff. Like it's a good complimentary. Yeah, team, I was sir. checking out your website and it's really I love it. It's real punchy, um, but not obnoxiously so. You know, oh, thanks. yeah, it's yep. professional, but also upbeat and kind of makes you want to act. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yep. I'll have to tell Bethany. She'll yeah, be... please do. Yeah, she did a great job. So I know I'm curious about why you decided to do a consultant, a consulting business, as opposed to just running your own VA firm. Yeah, we don't, we're kind of overdoing the implementation, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like it. And there are some things that we get super passionate about and some things that we may, we may do on the implementation side. Okay. Um, it's just kind of not our main focus, but we have enough of a network of great awesome, passionate implementers oh, that love doing it. Um, so we like to collaborate with them. So our thing is like, let's help put a plan in place. Let's oversee that plan. Let's review the goals and adjust the plan, which, you know, constantly needs done yeah. <laughs> while overseeing that implementation staff and making sure they're doing what they need to do. And it's still getting handled. Like, That's awesome. How you long know? do you typically work with a client or is it usually ongoing? Right now, it's about six months is the average. Okay. Because it's typically project based. Like, we're going to come in, we're going to kind of, you know, our signature thing is we're going to come in, we're going to look at everything you have right now, mm-hmm. tell you how to either improve it or cut out what you don't need. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you any entrepreneur that's been in business two years or more, like, if you're not looking at what you have software wise and membership wise, you're crazy because we find thousands of dollars like in a second really? by, just by doing that. Yeah. Just by looking at those kind of things. Yeah. That makes like, sense. You've been paying for this for so long or wow. why aren't we doing it this way? Like let's use this one software instead of these five. Yeah. You know, those kind of things that you just don't think about as you start to grow. You're just kind of well, reacting. Or, and you're also busy and, and right. really um, kind, trying to implement the things that you're skilled at. So I think about small business owners all the time who they know that they have to be on social media, but they have they don't have time. They think it's going to cost so, so much money um, and they just have no idea how to how to start. So, right. Yeah, I think about that a lot. How do you keep this thing that you love to do from turning into a 24-7 job again? 
Yeah, it's hard, but I think what's good for Bethany and I is we have each other. That's good. So we remind each other um, if we see one another working too late okay. or saying, I'm going to spend Saturday on Facebook playing around. Like, no, you're not allowed to do that. Like, oh, you have hobbies. We call each other out on, like, we, you know, if we're saying, if we're recommending people they have hobbies, we have to have hobbies. If we're saying we should journal, we need to journal. Like, we, and we want to be intentional. Like, that's why we named it Intentional Fate. Like, we, Every day, we need to take a step forward for the future that we want. Yeah. And that does not mean me working till 9 o'clock at night because that's not the future that I want. I'm not going to live that life because that's not the life I want to live. No, no. It's almost so we're like... work smarter. I know that's so cliche, but we really are trying to work smarter, not harder. Like looking now and saying like, okay, if we make this $100 investment, how much time is this going to save us? Okay, that's worth it. Yeah. And we're going to get there faster we got to spend the money now. Yeah. It's, well, it's almost like your website or your business name is a, a reminder of it. Yes, number it one. is. And also, um, it just, it, it becomes, I guess, a mindset and a practice. Yes, that yeah. is actually, that is absolutely the goal. And that's yeah. what we want to do. That's awesome. And, and we do enjoy it. So that, that can be a struggle sometimes when you are so passionate about it, like you love it and it can consume you. Like for sure. Oh yeah, I know. But that's why we have those reminders. Yeah, I mean, you can look up and say, "Oh my gosh, I've been writing for like six hours. What was yeah. I? Doing? How did this happen?" Yeah. Who do, who does the the copy editing for your your website? We both do it okay. together. Okay. Yeah, we're very good at. Um, you know, one of us might start on something, and then the other one might just come and punch it up. Or I, you know. I might write serious the one time and then Bethany will go in and make it fun or vice versa. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of depends on what mood we're yeah, in. <laughs> I always wonder how agencies and I, and I consider you loosely an agency or uh-huh. a consultancy, how they, um, how you, not only do you have to kind of tweak your own stuff, like your email marketing and your, you know, these things that you're telling your clients to do right. and, and then also pay attention to your clients. I, I like, I always wonder how that happens. So, yeah, it's definitely tough. And you'll find that most digital marketers that are, you know, doing any kind of coaching or something don't have great websites. I don't know. have or, great or, nurture sequences because we don't have time to do it. Right. Or Instagram, <laughs> you know, they, they yeah. have a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, that's where we pick and choose. I have a very good friend of mine who's extremely successful marketer out in LA and she has nothing. She has no business cards, no website, yeah. nothing. Yeah. But she's busy 24 seven. And I kind of feel like, that that's good. So, well, my daughter, she uh, is an artist and she's done uh, digital creative media, that sort of thing. But when she was at her busiest, her website was completely ignored, like her photo website, but she had so much business. She didn't, she didn't have time to spend on it. So, right. That's good. Yeah, it was, it was good. And yeah. So, so how can people, um, find you and maybe, hire you or check out what you're doing. Yep. They can go to our website, intentionalfate.com. Okay. And And right there, they'll find, um, right on the front page there, they'll find seven tips that they can download to get intentional with their life and business. Oh, cool. Cool. Seven tips. They're pretty cool. They helped us. Awesome. I'm going to sign up for that. Um, And then are you, are you guys active on social media? Yeah, we're on Facebook um, as Intentional Fate. Okay. We have a Facebook page. We do have um, a Facebook group for women as well. It's Women Entrepreneurs Getting Intentional. So you just Google that. Yeah. 
you'll find that. Um, and then we are on Pinterest. Those are our, that's where our focus is right now. Oh, okay, good. How, how, how are they uh, working for you? I have to say, I'm very surprised with the results we're getting from Pinterest. Really? Facebook, I, Facebook I knew was going to be a gold mine. Um, we're actually going to be doing some research this week uh, about the Facebook because we've seen a lot of organic growth pretty quickly on our page. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I need to dig into it more to kind of see, because we haven't spent any money on ads or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, so you're saying you're seeing that on your on your page or in your group? Like both of them. Hmm. Our group grew super, like our group, I mean, we don't have a huge group. I think we're at a little over 50 members, okay. but that's in maybe, maybe two weeks. Wow. We haven't done any paid ads. Um, and then our Facebook page, I think we're, we're over 350 and I think we've been doing it for about two months. Okay. But do you get the idea, do you, do you have a feel for if you post something on your page, whether Facebook pushes it to those people? Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. We've been, I mean, some of our posts are definitely lower engagement. Yeah. But other posts we've seen really good engagement and oh. views for, for oh, sure. Good. Like lots more than I would have expected. And of course, awesome. Facebook Live. Yeah. Been... Do you take advantage of Facebook Live at all? Is there a, yeah. is, is there a way for that for you to use that? Yeah, we've been doing. Um, we're trying to do them once a week. So we've done three so far. And we're trying to make it a weekly thing. We've been they've been really successful. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had people book calls from them. We've had tons of views and tons of shares for these mm-hmm. videos that you know, we're not professional video makers. So um, yeah, I'm going to check that out. Are they still on, on the page? Do they still live on the page? Yes, you'll find them under the videos tab. So don't make fun of us. <laughs> oh, trust me. Just teasing. Trust Our first one was a little fun. It was at my house when we were actually together. And then um, our other one, we'd done split screen. So that's oh, okay. It's been fun for us to do. Do you use a special software for that? No, we're just using the Facebook native software right now for oh, they, it. It's, they allow you to split the screen? Um, you can split or the screen or... when you're on mobile. So we use our iPads. Oh, cool. Um, and that's just been, it's been easy for us to use that. We're, awesome. we've tested a couple other ones. We have mm-hmm. like a private Facebook group that that we use to just do our testing. In. Oh, yeah. Um, so cool. we're testing a couple other softwares to see if it's uh, kind of worth testing or I've not. I've used the Ecamm, which I was thinking about it and then it came up probably because I was Googling it and then it had like a $20 off and that that's pretty user friendly, I thought. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, did I leave anything out? I I, want to make sure that you um, get to tell me everything that you had in your brain to to share. No, I don't think you left anything out um, at all. I think it was, it's really good to tell a story. I think, I hope that it gives people, you know, some inspiration that you can take, you know, this was a little tiny piece of what I did a million years ago was training. And it got me to work the American Red Cross, which I happened to work there during 9 11. Oh, really? So I worked oh. the American Red Cross then. Then I got to go to an aerospace engineering firm and travel the world, and now I have my own business. Yeah, but even that, like, even the fact that you got a job in an industry by cold, cold calling in, in an industry that you had no training. That's one thing I forgot to ask you is what, you know, did you go to college and what did you go to college for? Um, yeah, I did go to um, Duquesne University. Oh, yeah. And, and I graduated there um, with communications and okay. leadership okay. was my 
because I had gone, I originally went to Washington Jefferson for two years and oh. I had to leave college because we kind of ran out of funding in my family. Yeah. So I went to work full time. Yeah. Um, at a we, bank. This is nutty, but I graduated from WMJ. Did you really? I did. Yeah. What a small world. Yeah. I, I graduated <laughs> in um, 1990. So I'm going to turn 50 this year, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I was Isn't that crazy? like a year behind you there. <gasps> Are you serious? I graduated oh. high school in 89. No kidding. Wow. And I went to W&J right from there. So I was right behind you or maybe even there That's when you were there. so weird. <laughs> How about that? That's that, a small world for it you. It is a small world. That's what I love about Pittsburgh. It's because you're originally from this area. So It is. Western Pennsylvanians travel everywhere. Yeah. You always meet someone from Western Pennsylvania no matter where you go. Yeah, it's awesome. Because they're the best people. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> No, so thank you so much for taking the time. And I, I, I totally know that your story is going to just spark ideas with people, especially people who have a corporate background and um, just help them think about j just their skills in a completely different way. Yes, exactly. Oh, awesome. thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Beth. It was nice talking with you. Oh, you too. Thank All you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can check out the show notes for today's episode at spinoffsuccess.com, episode 10. I'll put the links there that Jen mentioned in the interview. So um, you'll find intentionalfate.com and a link to her Facebook page and also her Facebook group for women entrepreneurs. If you have a minute and are getting some value from the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast player app. And if you rate and review the show, I will give you a shout out. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.